welcome once again to Precept on Spirit Book Podcast. I'm Reverend Dr. Timmy Lulua Liu, and it's my pleasure to come your way one more time today. Uh, we have been on this line-by-line study of the New Testament, drawing insights from God's Word day by day, and it's been a great journey for us so far. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 5 that's where we are currently bible says and salmon begat boaz of rehab and boaz begat obed of ruth and obed begat jesse we have looked at the life of salmon um, we are currently looking at the life of his wife uh rehab uh, joshua chapter 2 tells us the story of rehab We've read it so many times, but one thing I want to bring to our attention today was uh, how Rahab was on the Lord's side. Rahab was on the Lord's side. Let me tell you one thing. There will be many things you can choose to side with on this earth. You know, in the case of Rahab, the choices were many. The choices were so many. First, she was uh, of, she was uh, in a native, as it were, of Jericho. So she could have sided with a tribe. She could have sided with, you know, the people of a nativity. Secondly, she could have sided with her business partners or called them customers, so to speak. This was a harlot. A means of livelihood was from Jericho. So she could have protected that. She could have protected, you know, her heritage, so to speak. There were many things she could have sided with. But Rahab decided to be on the Lord's side. And that was where life was transformed for the best so i want to ask you are you on the lord's side have you chosen to side with god have you chosen to side with god listen to me uh, many times are they at the critical junction of your life you will have to make a choice it may not be that easy it may not be that easy but you will have to make a choice. Remember the story of Abraham who left everything he had, left his family and went following God by faith to a place where he knew not. Remember the story of Moses. Bible said that he forsook all the privileges of princeship in Egypt and chose to side with God's people, walking through the wilderness with them, leading them through the Red Sea and all of that. And today we know Moses as the major prophet of the Old Testament. What I'm asking you today, will you side with God? Will you side with God? And all through the scriptures, we see God calling us time and again, time and again to side with him. What does it mean to side with God? Number one is to side with his lordship. To side with his lordship. Rahab said to the spies in Joshua chapter 2 verse 11. She said the Lord your God is God in heaven above and in heart beneath. She recognized the lordship of Jesus. Just for someone who may be listening and doesn't know the backstory of Rahab's life. 
have said it a bit in the past episodes. Rehab was a harlot living on the walls of the city of Jericho. And Joshua sent two spies to the land of Jericho to check the land, to spy the land. Upon getting there, they went into the house of Rahab. And then the king of Jericho sent people to Rahab to bring them because he had gotten reports that two men from Israel came to spy their country. But instead of releasing them to those men, Rahab hid them and said she does not know where they are. They should go look for them. And by doing that, she speared their lives. She took sides with God. She could have given them up. She could have delivered them in loyalty to her people. But she chose to side with God. Says your Lord, the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. She recognized the Lordship of Jesus. And that is the first place where we, where we side with God. It's the first place where we side with God. Jesus said, no man can serve two masters. Either you love one or hate another. He says, you cannot serve God and serve mammon at the same time. And I can tell you a lot of people side with mammon more these days than they side with God. When money is involved, everybody suddenly become neutral. Some people will rather make money than yield their time for God. Some people will rather pursue the, 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 the ephemeral things of this world than use their resources to service the things of the kingdom. On whose side are you? But let's start from the basics. She said, the Lord your God is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. She recognized the Lordship of Jesus. Are you born again? Do you recognize Jesus as Lord over your life? Listen, she recognized the Lordship of of Jehovah. Not because she was even expecting anything in return. She just came to realize this is what it is. And I acknowledge it as such. Coming to Jesus primarily is not a transactional thing. No, 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 no. As much as it is transactional in nature... Meaning to say, you you come to recognize the Lordship of Jesus. You accept him as your Lord. He becomes your Savior. So he saves you from your sin. Brings you into God's family. So there is a transaction that is happening. He comes into your life and turns your life around. But you see, primarily, whether he will turn your life around or not, we have no choice but to accept that he is Lord. That he has chosen, you know, to give us all of these benefits. They are privileges for us. Because whether he give them to us or not, he is Lord. God has been Lord even before Jesus came to die for the sins of mankind. So have you recognized the Lordship of Jesus over your life? Or you are still practicing the Christianity of fire insurance? Ah, because I don't want to burn in hell. Let me just be doing Christian, Christian. Oh, it does not work that way. Recognize the Lordship of Jesus and let your life be submitted to Him. Secondly, you cannot claim to side with God if you are not siding with God's servants. Moses cried out to the children of Israel, made a call to the children of Israel. Exodus chapter 32 verse 26. Whoever is on the, whoever is on the Lord's side, 
come to me come to me come to me if you are on the lord's side you will side with his servants i know these are days that everybody wants to call out men of god and all of that but i always ask people i always ask people what do you gain from criticizing god's servants what do you gain oh yes i'll be frank with you nobody is perfect so even men of god have their imperfections i'm not talking about blatantly living in sin no but i'm talking about the humanity of the man the man of god is first a man so he's human and if you are always on the lookout watching for his mistakes definitely you will find mistakes if you study my own life for one week looking for mistakes i'm sure you will find you will find because i'm not perfect again i'm not talking about those that are blatantly living in sin So you side with God's servant. Who is that Moses that you have come to because you are on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come to me. Meaning to say if you are on the Lord's side, there is a Moses that God will ask you to go to. That is the truth. If you side with God, you will side with his servant. Just like Rahab chose to side with the two spies. Then Rahab chose to side with God's people, the children of Israel, because in siding with those two spies, she was siding with Israel, even against our own people, Jericho. The people of Jericho. Will you side with God? Will you side with the people of God above your tribe, above your profession, above whatever? Siding with God's people. Two candidates have come out for election and you look at one. This one has all the agendas against the body of Christ. But then is your uncle. And this other one, his agenda favors the body of Christ. But is not your relative. Will you rather choose to vote for your uncle? In other words, will you vote for family affiliation or you will vote for what will benefit the body of Christ? That is what we are talking about when we say side with God. Oh yes, siding with God's people. Oh, there is this preacher who has made a mistake. Everybody is blowing the trumpet everywhere and say all these pastors and then you two join them. Are you really siding with God's people? Remember that there will be an unbeliever that is watching that and will decide never to go to church because of what you posted. So what have you achieved? So if you are siding with God, you will side with his lordship, you will side with his servant, you will side with his people and then you will side with his agenda. The agenda of God was to destroy the city of Jericho, although it would affect Rehab. And remember, the first thing that must be destroyed before the entire city is destroyed is the wall of Jericho. Rahab's house was on the wall of Jericho. She would be the first casualty of that destruction. Yet, she said, I don't care what I will suffer. Yes, I will lose my house. Yes, I will lose my properties. But I side with God's agenda. Can you be that extreme in siding with God's agenda? If God calls you today and says, drop everything and follow me, will you side with his agenda? 
if god says i need you in nigeria when all your plans to relocate to canada or to the netherlands or to the caribbeans or whatever he said will you side with his agenda I'm not saying that's what God requires of you, but I can promise you that at different points in your life, God will request that you side with his agenda, sometimes above your ambition, your plans, and all of that. You will definitely have to make a sacrifice if you are truly following the Lord. In fact, sacrifices, will you side with God's agenda? Will you? Will you? You see, we also see from the life of Rahab that siding with God meant that she made information readily available to the spies she told them listen our hearts are fainted because of you we are afraid of you and that was what formed the the bottom line of the spies report you know when they send spies to go and spy land what they are looking for is okay what are the loopholes how can we enter what can we do you know to 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 penetrate this city and to destroy it (laughs) but the spies came back with another result they came back with no strategy they came back with no plans they came back with nothing all they came back with was joshua chapter 2 verse 24 they said to joshua truly the lord has delivered into our hands all the land for even all the inhabitants of the country do faint because of us did they relate with all the inhabitants of the country how did they know that all the inhabitants of the country were already fainting and were afraid of them because rahab told them so she made information readily available. Let me tell you, whoever has information from your mouth has the loyalty of your heart. Should I say that again? Whoever has information from your mouth has the loyalty of your heart. Have you realized that men don't discuss their concubines with their wives, but they discuss wives with their concubines? Or you can call them side chicks, right? That's what they call them these days. So a man is with his side chick and he's talking about his wife. Boys with the wife, you won't talk about this other one. Why? Because at that moment, his loyalty is with his side chicken. Whoever has information from your mouth has the loyalty of your heart. So who do you make information readily available to? Necessary information, pivotal information. She made information available. She made information available. If somebody comes to you now and says, you know what, Uh, I want to kill your father, but I need to know what time does he leave the house and where does he go through? Who will you make information available to? You will tell the person and say, okay, this is how my father moves. Or you will try and see what you can push to the person and then go back to your father and say, well, this person is planning to kill you. Uh, yes who do you make information readily available to some of you have a pastor and in the church people are backbiting and discussing and saying sorts of things about your pastor and you sit down there you are not loyal you are not loyal if you are loyal you will make that information available i heard this and i heard that the power of loyalty is in information first of all i'll tell you that i'll tell you that I place people who make information available to me higher than those who make time available to me. 
You know, some people are very available. If you call them, they will come. If you uh, they are always there. But let me tell you, the highest point of loyalty is not making yourself available. It is making information available. That you can say, I have ears in different places. I may be here, but I have, if this person hears, I will hear. If that one hears, I will hear. If that one hears, I will hear. And you know what they call that? They call it intelligence. Is that not it? The measure of your intelligence is, is measured by how much information you have. And you know what intelligence means? It means the capacity to prosecute the things of life in your favor. And the best way to gather intelligence is to have access to information. The best way to have access to information is to have loyal people. I'm praying may God bless you with loyal people. And may God baptize you with the spirit of loyalty in the name of Jesus. Another thing was this. Listen, we have made a time available. And, and this, is, this is important because it wasn't just that she made her time available. She sacrificed her business. Remember in Numbers chapter 2, the Bible says that this spice came at night time. Rehab was a harlot. Remember that was the time of business. Yes, she shut down her business for God's people. <laughs> Can you shut down your business? They say there's holy convocation, there is convention, there is this. Ah, I must go to, I must, I must go to, I must open my shop, I must open my business. What kind of life is that? Is it too much if you take a leave from work? Even Rehab Dialot is doing better than some of you. Rehab Dialot. She shut down her business, made her time, made herself available. And that was the beginning of the transformation of her life. And finally, she made her resources available. She made her home available. She even made the scarlet thread available to, to, to pull them down or to, to, to allow them to escape rather. And the one that was, that was amazing to me was in Joshua chapter 2 verse 6 when Bible says she brought them up to the roof of her house and hid them with the stalks of flax which she had laid in order upon her roof. She had something she wanted to do with it. That's why she laid it in order on her roof. But when the demand came, she decided to hide them there. She made her resources available. Are you making your resources available? What, what is that thing you have laid in order? What is that stock of flags you have laid in order? That money you kept in the account, that uh, uh, resource that you have somewhere. Are you making it available? All those unused clothes that you kept, unused shoes, and then there is this outreach, and we're looking for things. The church, the, 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 the mission is saying, oh, we need things that will give to the poor, that will give to this village people on outreach and you have it but you keep it are you making your resources available you have laid them up a stock of flags oh may the lord help you in the name of jesus and finally because she was on the lord's side she could put her faith and her hope in god in hope of deliverance she said don't forget me on the day of your victory and they told her we make an oath with you we will come back for you. We will save you. We will save your father's house, your brothers, your sister, your family, and everything that is theirs. Will you stay on the Lord's side? Will you side with God? And I can tell you for sure, it pays to be on the Lord's side. It pays to be 
on the Lord's side. Peace. Joshua said, Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Choose you this day. On whose side will you be? Elijah said, How long will you alter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. If the Lord is God, side with him. That is my charge to you today. Make sure as you go through your day today and even beyond, you are making conscious choices inciting with God. I commend you to God and I call you blessed. I come your way one more time tomorrow. Shalom. Do you know that Reverend Dr. Temilolu Aliu is a certified life coach and you can have a free coaching session with him? Visit ordaincoach.com right away to learn more about him and this rare opportunity. Are you led to be a financial partner of our ministry or to support what God is doing through our ministry and this podcast? You can give online by visiting bit.ly forward slash give to precepts today. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. We encourage you to live by the truth to your heart today and share the link with your friends and family. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you won't miss any episode. The Lord bless you richly. Amen.